0: So Nick and I made our top 24 wide receivers for the 2023 fantasy season. We get it. It's February. We're not even two weeks after the Super Bowl, but we can't help ourselves. So we made our top 24s, and then we averaged those top 24s together to give you a consensus expert rankings, calling ourselves experts here. And we each had two guys that were in our personal top 24s, but didn't make it into the combined top 24s. So I'm going to state my two snubs and why I think they will finish as top 24 receivers in 2023, and Nick will do the same. So my first guy is Christian Watson. The rookie finished the year as a wide receiver, 35, missed three games, and he only had 10 receptions at the midway point through week nine. After week nine, completely different fantasy player. Wide receiver seven over the back half of the season. He totaled nine touchdowns, and he should see a significant jump in volume next year. Only 66 targets could nearly double in his first full season as Aaron Rodgers wide receiver one. I have a second second year receiver who's the top target in his offense that I think will finish as a top 24 receiver. That's Chris Olave. He had another he had an elite rookie season. Um, He finished as a wide receiver 25. He averaged 10.8 points per game. He topped 1,000 yards in 15 games with Andy Dalton and Jamez Winston throwing to him. So he wasn't working with much, but he still produced at an elite level. He had the fifth highest air yard share and part of his 14.2 yard average depth of target. He's a great vertical receiver that produced despite poor quarterback play. He doesn't have a high ceiling due to the quarterback play. I'm not expecting New Orleans to go out on a whim. And find someone new. They're in a lot of cap space issue um, for this next year. Uh, but Chris Olave did average eight targets per game. Considering who they came from, he's still gonna be in the top 24 next year.
1: I my argument for Christian Watson would simply be that we don't know the quarterback situation. Aaron Rodgers could be finding his way to new york or las vegas we don't really know and with chris olave my argument there is his production really fell off with andy dalton other than a few spike games big touchdowns sorry i just had to run downstairs <laughs> <laughs> um i heard i smelled burning food i left something in the oven i'm back um sing a meeting <laughs> and I'm <laughs> and i'm back to talk about how Chris Olave and Christian Watson are not top <laughs> 24 wide receivers. That's um, beautiful. But yeah, I think for both of them, it's just the quarterback situation. And I know that there are quarterback situations around the league that aren't appealing, that do produce um fantasy relevant wide receiver twos. And I could see the, a world where both these happen. I mean, we saw one game with Jordan Love with Christian Watson, and I think he had like a quick little like slant route across the middle and he took it to the house i mean he's capable he doesn't need he's not that um chain moving receiver he can make those big plays so i'm a little more hesitant with watson or Olave just because of the offense in general is poor kamara is getting old they have zero cap space they're not going to bring in any quarterback this year it's going to be andy dalton or Jameis. that's my issue with those two guys um I can move on to the two guys that I had in my top 24 that got snubbed from our combined ranking, Jerry Judy being the first. Um, He took over the number one role to a degree in the second half of the season. Um, And if you have the number one role in that offense, it's not a great offense. It's, it's something to look forward to. I mean, we saw Cortland Sutton have the number one role to start the season and he was not, he was far from reliable. As much as I tried to tell myself he was okay. He wasn't okay. Um, But Jerry Judy ended up taking over that role. Last four games of the season, he scored 14.6 or more in four of the last five games of the season, um, which put together a good playoff push for you. Judy's a talented receiver from what we've seen. We've seen him in limited capacity because he has been on and off the field in his career. He's an injury-prone guy as far as we can tell. Um, He was 12th in deep targets and 16th in yards after catch. Those are both great signs for a receiver. I mean, we like a guy who's going to catch deep balls and who's going to take them to the house. That's essentially what those stats are saying. If Russell Wilson can improve this offense and Sean Payton, and hopefully can improve the offense as well. Now that Hackett's gone. Um, I would expect this offense to perform better, especially with Javante Williams back. Um, I, I would put him as a top 24 receiver. I, I think it's, it's hard to tell still who will be the, the number one in this offense, Sutton or Judy, but I'm going to lean Judy until something shows me otherwise.
0: Yeah, I mean, Judy finished as a wide receiver 21 last year. So by all means, it's not outrageous to have him in your top 24. He's he's just one of those talented receivers that fell out of the cusp. I mean, there's a lot of good receivers um, in the league when they're healthy. Assuming they're all healthy before the season, some stars just fall off the list. And Judy's frankly one of them for me. Um, He did prove to me that he's a he's a viable receiver in Denver's offense. I would assume he's a lead receiver as well. I drafted
1: him over Cortland Sutton this year. A take that I didn't have a year ago. I do think that Sutton would still end up this end in the season. Say they both play 17 games. Sutton ends with more touchdowns. But Judy will be the, I think, first read in most um, passing plays. Right. And then what about your other guy? Yep. Deontay Johnson, my boy. Um, Deontay Dropson, as they say. Um, could have easily passed guys on this list like Ayuk or DJ Moore for me. Um, he was sixth in targets and 11th in air t- in target quality, um, which I thought was a surprising statistic to see that he was 11th in target quality. But when you look at the guy's route tree, it's all close to the first down marker, nothing really over 10, 15 yards. Um, so it's easier throws for Pickett to make. But that is appealing to see that he was a top six guy in targets and he runs these easy routes. He're, he's always going to be a PPR machine. Um, even in half PPR, he's usable. I don't know what his outlook is in standard. I'm not a standard guy, but, um, I, I don't think that's his bread and butter standard, uh, fantasy football scoring, but PPR, I think moving into the 2023 season, he'll be another great PPR guy. Um, he's always going to, he's, he gets 10 targets a game every single week. It's been that way for three years now, since he came to Pittsburgh. Um, another big, interesting statistic here was he was 12th in red zone targets yet he went the entire season without a touchdown um I don't know how that's even possible to get to be top 12 and targets in the red zone and not score this touchdown drought won't continue um depending on how things shake out I think Deontay could have a great chance to be a wide receiver too again next season
0: yeah I mean that I I'm just gonna chalk it up as bad luck you tack on Five touchdowns to his end of season total. And he's looking at going from wide receiver 39 and half PPR to wide receiver 22 Um, so there's definitely there's definitely going to be progression in Deontay's season finish from last year to this year. Um, keep in mind he was a top 10 guy, just we're a year away removed from him being a top 10 guy. Let's kick off the top 24. Do you want to take the the first or the second
1: guy? I'll take the first. I'll be the the evens. Okay. Um,
0: Break us in. Right.
1: So our combined consensus wide receiver rankings. We have Brandon Ayuk at wide receiver twenty four heading into the twenty twenty three season. Finished off twenty twenty two as the wide receiver fifteen, averaging eleven point one points per game in half PPR, seventy eight catches, one thousand fifteen yards, and eight touchdowns. I could see Ayuk. There's a lot of these guys in the wide receiver two range. I think have wide range of outcomes. I mean that's. We're ranking them early, and we're ranking them as wide receiver twos right now. Like we could see, depending on Aaron Rodgers miraculously ends up in San Francisco. I'm going to rank Brandon Iuka as my wide receiver five. Like <laughs> there's so many things that could change, but right now, or maybe could, maybe Debo Samuel breaks his leg again, yeah. something. Yeah. So it is a wide range right now, but I could see him finishing anywhere from wide receiver 34, let's say Trey Lance, he's a starter. We really haven't seen him. He sucks, and he's Brandon Ayuk is basically unusable. Low-end wide receiver three. I could see him at finishing in that range. I could also see him finishing somewhere in the high-end wide receiver two range. If quarterback play is good, he remains the top-targeted receiver. Um, I didn't have him ranked in my top 24, but when we combined him, Colin had him much higher at wide receiver 18, so he made his way into our consensus.
0: Yeah, and my range falls from the mid tier wide receiver three, wide receiver thirty to I can see IU performing as a very low end wide receiver one, high end wide receiver two. Um, I have them in the range of wide receiver 30 to 12. And really, I'm I'm skeptical. The quarterback situation is something to monitor, but I feel like San Fran has, you know, they've had Jimmy G, Brock Purdy, and Trey Lance now under center. I feel like their skill players are going to contribute what they are going to contribute. They're pretty consistent regardless of who's throwing them. I'm just unsure if Ayuk or Debo is the lead receiver. Um, that's
1: my main concern. I don't know. I I agree. I don't know who the wide receiver one is in that offense. And because of that, like we don't even have Debo in our top 24. So that would make me think that we think Ayuk's the number one. <laughs> People are not going to
0: appreciate Debo being left off at top 24, but he, he frankly did less than Ayuk last year. There's no making excuses on a per game basis. Iuk was the better wide receiver and you bring in Christian McCaffrey. Um, George Kittle looks like he is still the top target or if not top target, the secondary target um, in the offense. So It's just a matter of dilution of targets between Ayuk and Debo. And I don't know who to lean. All right. At 23, DK Metcalf, he finished last year as a wide receiver, 18, averaged 10.7 points per game, less than nearly all receivers on this list. But playing 17 games definitely helps. He totaled 90 catches for 1,048 yards and six touchdowns. Nick has him at wide receiver 20 with the confidence interval from wide receiver 26. So we're talking high-end wide receiver three, two wide receiver 11, low-end wide receiver one. I primarily agree. I have um, the, the range a little higher. I can see him finishing anywhere up to wide receiver eight and as low as a wide receiver 24. Item ranked as my wide receiver 22. I know that's a lot of numbers for you, but um, 22, we're talking about near the bottom of my confidence interval, I just, I just question, is Geno Smith legit, and what is DK Metcalf's role? We saw him go from a downfield threat, averaging nearly 14 yards per target. Um, well, not per target, depth of target, excuse me. And now he's a chain mover. I mean, he, he averaged just a little over 10 yards per catch this year. Um, so who is he and who is
1: Geno Smith is why he's ranked towards the bottom of our interval's Yeah. My question with DK Metcalf is, will he be consistent? He was, I don't want to bullshit, but I know he was one of the leaders in green zone targets this year, which is inside the 10 yard line. Um, so he's being targeted heavily in the end zone. That's something you really look for in a wide receiver, especially if you're ranking him as a wide receiver, as the wide receiver, 23, you'd really like a guy who's top five in green zone targets. Um, my question is, is, is this offense going to be as good as it was last year? Was this a fluke here from Geno? I think everything falls on whether or not Geno can produce again at a high level at 22. Yep. Our wide receiver, 22 Marquise Brown, Hollywood, um, finished as the wide receiver 46 in 2020 or 2022. Jeez. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> he missed a lot of the season due to a broken foot. Um His 2022 stats per game, 10.2 fantasy points, 67 catches, 709 yards, only three touchdowns. But I mean, the guy played like five games to start the season and then came back right near the end for fantasy playoffs. Um, I could see him finishing anywhere from wide receiver 35 to wide receiver 14. I don't think he's a wide receiver one. And I actually think I want to edit this ranking. I saw today that there's a chance Kyler won't be back until midseason. That I was I did not know. When I made this ranking, I had him ranked at wide receiver 17 and you had him unranked. So if there's no Kyler, I I can't rank Hollywood as a mid range wide receiver, too. I I couldn't do it. I'd have to drop him down a bit.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm concerned about Kyler not being present and also what they're going to do with DeAndre Hopkins. If D hop stays and Hollywood, shares the receiving room with them. I don't see good things for Hollywood in fantasy. He only averaged six points per game with Hopkins on the field last year. Granted, that was only a four or five game window that um, had. What's his name? Colt McCoy as a quarterback for most of it. Trace. Yeah. Trace McSorley as well. Uh, But still, I'm I'm not thrilled with Hollywood. He was one of my sleepers this past year. um, Nabbed him as a wide receiver too. ended up being the a top five receiver through the first six weeks up until he got injured, but he definitely fluttered down or faltered down uh, the, the season. And I just don't see him finishing anywhere near as he was in the first half of this past year. I have him finishing about the, the same range low end wide receiver three. I could see him being a low end wide receiver one. Only if D hop is gone, traded away this offseason. season and Kyler is healthy earlier than we
1: expect. But otherwise, I'm staying out of Marquise this year. Do you think the Cardinals, I think they should just tank, let Kyler sit the entire year, get the number one overall, maybe even trade Kyler after that to quarterback and rebuild because things are not looking good in Arizona.
0: I don't think they're a championship team anytime soon, and I don't think Kyler is the guy to take you to a Super Bowl. I really don't. Sorry, buddy. I love him. I love watching him play, but he just doesn't have the X factor to win big playoff games. Great fantasy quarterback, but... Absolutely. At 21, we have DJ Moore. 2022, he finished as the wide receiver 22. He averaged 9.9 points per game, lowest on this list, totaled 63 catches, 888 yards, and seven touchdowns. Nick had him unranked. DJ Moore found himself outside of Nick's top 24, Uh, However, Nick's range runs from wide receiver 28, mid-tier wide receiver 3, to wide receiver 10, low-end wide receiver 1. That's the ceiling on my threshold as well. Um, I don't see him finishing lower than wide receiver 24, so I see him firmly in the wide receiver 2 range from low to high uh, with the possibility of being a top 10 receiver. Item ranked as a wide receiver 16, and that's assuming Carolina drafts a new quarterback. I don't see them going another year with PJ Walker and anybody else walking on the street that has two arms being their quarterback. DJ Moore had a 33% target share accounted for 53% of Carolina's air yards. Once he gets a better provider, he's going to see a significant jump in fantasy production.
1: Yeah. I had DJ Moore in and out of my top 24. If I had to put him in a spot, probably wide receiver 25. Um, I I just really don't like his situation in Carolina. I have wanted for years for him to just go somewhere else, but they love him down there apparently, and they love not giving him quality targets. Um, I don't know why. You could get a lot of capital for DJ Moore. He's a very good receiver. Um, he's going to lead this team in every receiver statistic. Again, they're not going to bring in anyone to take over his role. Uh, it all hinges on who the quarterback is going to be. And I honestly have no idea who it's going to be. They finished at a. They don't have one of those great draft picks unless they trade up um, with like Chicago. Um, I don't see how they're going to get like a Stroud, uh, Richardson, a Young. You know, those top three guys. I don't they, see how they can find one.
0: They have the ninth overall, so I th- I think they'll be able to have a quarterback there. Hi, Barkley. Um, but. uh They could trade up. I I can definitely see them trading up. They have San Fran second rounder and third rounder and fourth rounder from, from the CMC trade is I think they can make do
1: with what they have and grab an elite quarterback prospect this year. I would hope so because I do like DJ more the player. Um, I'm going to move on to our wide receiver 20 Keenan Allen uh finished the 2022 season as the wide receiver 42 overall that's with him missing the majority of the season his 2021 22 stats consist of 13.1 points per game 66 catches 752 yards and four touchdowns um not a bad season from Allen considering the amount of time he was on the bench for a hamstring injury i i had him ranked as wide receiver 19 you have him ranked as wide receiver 21 My range for Allen is wide receiver 22 to wide receiver eight. Yours is wide receiver 24 to wide receiver eight. Everything here depends on where he goes. It seems like he's going to be cut from the Chargers in the offseason, which, I mean, is that a good decision for Los Angeles? I don't know. I don't really think so. I think he's still got a lot of juice. I mean, unless they're concerned about him being injury prone for the rest of his career because he's aging – um, I don't see much of a reason to get rid of him, but it seems like that's the route they're willing to take. And depending if he's if he stays on the Chargers, he's going to finish as a top 15 receiver again. But if he's gone, it could I think our range is safe. I think he still finishes a wide receiver t- two, um, just based on his talent.
0: Yeah, it kind of baffles me why the Chargers would let someone go. That's so good at what they do. I get the injury risk, but Mike Williams hasn't proven that he's less injury prone than Keenan Allen to this point. And they're only a year off in age. Uh, so it really doesn't make any sense. Keenan's actually coming off like the best season of his career per game. Uh, he When he was on the field, he he was legitimate. Wide receiver three during the second half of the season. Pretty much the only time he was healthy this past year. And yeah, where we have him rank is solely dependent on where he goes. This is like my pessimistic ranking at wide receiver 20. Uh, I, I, I mean, look, it's at the back end of our our confidence intervals. So I think if he stays in L.A., he's easily wide receiver one, in my opinion. If yeah, he doesn't,
1: if, it's really going to depend. If he's in L.A., he's a wide receiver one again. Nothing would say otherwise. Other than At him. number 19, your boy.
0: Calvin oh, Ridley, his twenty twenty two finish I have down as ha 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 ha. Um, no stats to give him from this past year. However, let's go back to twenty twenty, his last full season, healthy, uh, mentally sane, et cetera, and so forth. He averaged fifteen point eight points per game, total ninety catches, over thirteen hundred yards, and nine touchdowns. What we saw was pure dominance. Nick has him ranked as a wide receiver fifteen. And the interval goes from wide receiver 32 to wide receiver six. So you're saying he's got the capabilities to finish where he was when he left off in 2020. I have him unranked with my range being wide receiver 60 to wide receiver 10. Look, I just don't know who this guy is. I haven't seen him play in three years. I don't even know if he I need to see the training camp buzz and reporter Jacksonville beat reporters to say that he's the real deal for me to be convinced. As I like right now I have Zay Jones as a wide receiver two in Jacksonville still. I need to see this guy actually perform before I'm willing to include him anywhere near my top 24.
1: I'm I'm very bullish on Calvin Ridley. I I mean I wrote down that I could see him finishing as high as wide receiver six. Now that's everything goes right. He's the wide receiver one um in that offense. And I think that this offense can support him. I don't think that Christian Kirk is a wide receiver one caliber guy. He's definitely a great complementary piece to a wide receiver one. Ridley has shown that he is elite and can be elite on the field In his time in Atlanta. He's out moving to Jacksonville, no income tax. He's going to ball out in this offense. I'm not worried about the guy. I don't really need to see buzz from training camp to know that he is the best receiver in this offense. And I think that in time he'll take over and he's I'm he's one of my biggest sleepers. Like no one's ranking him as high as I am. And I want him so bad.
0: Listen, I'll probably join you on the bullish train. I just, I'm going to be late to the party and that's okay with me. I'm not going to be taking any shares in dynasty and redraft until I see the proof that
1: he is who we think he is. You think it's hard for me to say this too, because he let me down in 2021 when he sat out that season. (laughs) Um I'm going to move on to his his buddy in this offense his wide receiver too. Um Christian Kirk <laughs> we have him consensus wide receiver 18. Is that crazy that he's higher than Ridley? Is that crazy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so you last year he finished as a wide receiver 11. Um he had his best season so far without a doubt. Um came into Jacksonville, filled that role perfectly. points per game, 84 catches, 1,108 yards, and eight touchdowns. He showed that he was capable of taking a lot of targets in this offense and catching them and producing. I didn't see anything that would show me that this guy has an elite route tree. He is going to go up and grab it in the red zone on a fade or in the end zone on a fade. Like, he's that dude. I didn't see that. I saw a great wide receiver, too. I could see him finishing from anywhere from wide receiver 40 to wide receiver 17. I had him ranked as wide receiver 22 near the ladder there. Um, And your range here is wide receiver 27 to wide receiver 10. So, again, you're more bullish on this guy than I am. Um, And you had him ranked as the wide receiver 17. I just, I mean, there's we kind of just talked about it with Ridley. I think Ridley takes over the offense. And right now you think Kirsten Kirk remains the wide receiver one there. I'm going to bet on the talent that I've seen their entire careers and go with Ridley. To
0: each your own. I'm okay being a Kirk man right now. Um, There's not to say they both can't be excellent fantasy options this year. I was really hoping to bring up like some cheesy stat saying that Christian Kirk is in fact, one of the best route runners in the league, but I, I really can't. All I can say is that he's top 30 in win rate and that counts for something. Um, But otherwise I, I he passes my eye test. I mean, he, he produced in Arizona the year before that's with Deandre Hopkins as a wide receiver. One actually filled the shoes of D hop when he went down well, and he continued his success with Trevor Lawrence, a very young quarterback. So I think Kirk is a, a solid wide receiver too. This year, let's roll over to number 17. This is another guy that has a partner receiver on this list already. That's Tyler Lockett at 17. He finished last year as the wide receiver 13. He averaged 12.2 points per game, totaled 84 catches, 1,033 yards, and nine touchdowns. Nick can see him finishing anywhere from wide receiver 26 to nine. He had him ranked at wide receiver 18 specifically, so only one off from his combined rating. I have him finishing anywhere from wide receiver 24 to wide receiver 10. And I had him pegged exactly at wide receiver 20. So he's in the latter half of my threshold. Again, it, it partially what we talked about with DK Metcalf definitely impacts Tyler Lockett is Geno Smith, who he looked like he was last year, or is he back to the 33 year old? That was kind of a draft bust. I don't know. But Tyler Lockett, I do know one thing is he's the only wide receiver to finish in the top 15 each of the last four years. And so at number 17, we're saying he's going to break that trend, but not by much. So I feel safe where we have Tyler Lockett. Frankly, I don't care who's throwing him the ball. He's proven that he's going to produce.
1: Yeah, I can't argue with you. I mean, I really like Tyler Lockett, and we have him ranked above his receiving mate, DK Metcalf. Um, It's surprising that he was the only wide receiver to finish top 15 in the last four years. Like you think of the big names like Devontae Adams and stuff it's all injury. Tyler Lockett doesn't get injured because he doesn't take contact. He catches the ball and he goes down. He knows that he's a slighter receiver. Um, He wants to limit his his hits and extend his time in the NFL. Um, You almost said a bad word. I did almost say a bad word. Um, I love the the compilation of him just falling down when he catches the ball. It's funny, but I mean, it's smart. He knows he's a smaller guy. He doesn't want to take those extra hits every hit adds up look at antonio brown small receiver now he's insane um, <laughs> garrett wilson our wide receiver 16 finished last year as wide receiver 19 um his 2022 stats 10.3 points per game 83 catches 1103 yards and four touchdowns um i had him as a wide receiver 21 you had him ranked as a wide receiver 11 i have his range as a wide receiver 35 to Wide receiver 12. So for me, his best outcome is to finish as a low end wide receiver one. You had his range as wide receiver 24 to wide receiver seven. So we're differing here. Um, I just it's another one of those guys where we don't know the quarterback situation yet. I I think he's a very talented receiver, probably maybe the best in that draft class. Um Zach Wilson will not be the quarterback. We know that. We know that much. Will it be Mike White or will it be Aaron Rodgers? To me, that's a big difference. If it's Aaron Rodgers, yeah, wide receiver 11 is, I think, understating what he'll finish as. If it's Mike White, the dude's going to have down games. He puts up some crazy numbers in games because he just chucks it wherever he can 40 times a game, and that's going to result in games where there's three or four interceptions for the guy, and it's going to be very disappointing for Garrett Wilson's outcome for those games. But, again, hinges on the quarterback situation.
0: I'm really excited about him going forward. I think New York is going to go out and acquire Derek Carr or maybe Aaron Rodgers or some veteran quarterback. I pray to God it's not Matt Ryan. Oh, my God, if they do that, that would just ruin everything. Um, but no, Garrett Wilson is an elite talent. I'm expecting a big year two jump in progression. He's only 22, obviously, just a rookie this past year. So I'm excited about his upside.
1: And I think he's someone that's going to deliver big for owners this year. Something about Garrett Wilson that I think is important to pay attention to is that he really started to break out when Elijah Moore wasn't playing because he was requesting trades and all the off-field bullshit. So Elijah Moore wasn't on the field. Eventually, he came back, and they both produced together. And it was also while Brees Hall, their lead runner, out with an ACL. So those two big pieces in the offense weren't there when Garrett Wilson really exploded. I I would be a little hesitant ranking him so high just because we don't know what this offense will look like with a new quarterback and another a healthy Elijah Moore and a healthy Brees, Brees Hall.
0: What you talking about, man? Week two, eight catches, 102 yards, and two touchdowns. Joe Flacco brought that shit out of he him. He was off and on, though. You know that. Before I, I agree that he did you can see in, a, in his game log, he did regress. He didn't hit double digits for six weeks following that, but his second game of his career, he scores twice and tops a hundred yards against Cleveland. Yes, who, I, I, I mean, Denzel Ward, I would like to give him credit that he's a good corner or whatever, but I don't know, frankly, but anyways, if he can do that with Joe Flacco, Mike White and Zach Wilson, I don't even want to know what he can do with Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers. all right Uh, is this my yeah it's an odd now so at at 15 sorry Garrett Wilson got me all hyped up but (laughs) at 15 uh Smith he finished as a wide receiver 10 last year averaging 12.2 points per game totaled a career high in every stat 95 catches 1196 yards and seven touchdowns Nick has him pegged anywhere from wide receiver 22 to wide receiver six had him exactly at the wide receiver 12 Mark. So right at the back end of the wide receiver one range, I have him finishing anywhere from wide receiver 24 to wide receiver 10. So pretty much in the wide receiver two mix. And to be exact, he was my wide receiver 19. I don't see the ceiling as high as you do. And that's not saying Smitty's not a great receiver and that he finished as a top 10 option this past year. I just don't know if I can, really project him and AJ Brown to be as good of options as they were this past year. Uh I get it they're both really talented but I don't know for some reason my smooth brain wants to be skeptical about their
1: production for another year. Um yeah, I mean we both have Smith and Brown ranked lower than where they finished in 2022. Uh Brown's not going to be in this episode. Uh we have him as a wide receiver one both of us but um yeah, we definitely accounted for some regression here with these two guys because they, they played great. The offense was clicking. Everything was great for the offense. Um, my concern is – I mean, not concern. We we both have him ranked as a wide receiver. Well, actually, Adam is a very low-end wide receiver one. Um, but Devontae Smith outperformed A.J. Brown for, like, the last six games all the way through playoffs, had more touchdowns, more yards, more receptions. Um, they both were great still. I mean, it's not like AJ Brown fell off the pace of the earth, but like Devonte Smith was just as good, actually better than him for a very long stretch in the season. Um, so I, I mean, it's hard, it's hard to rank two guys on the same team as wide receiver ones, which is actually what I ended up doing, but I, I can definitely see how both of them could do it. And I could see a world where Devonte Smith outscores AJ Brown. I know we said it in the last off season and we were wrong, but Nothing I'm proud changes. to be I, I, I'm proud to be wrong about that last
0: year yeah. because Smitty exceeded both of our expectations as it was. Yeah. I think high-end wide receiver two this next year is pretty accurate. I I yeah. think that's where he's
1: gonna finish. Um I'm gonna move on to my last guy here. Um T Higgins, wide receiver 14, is where we're projecting him. Last year he finished as the wide receiver 17. It was a bit of a letdown for him, I think. A lot of people were taking him as a wide receiver one. Um, I'm glad I was not on that train. Um, his stats were 12.4 points per game, 74 catches, 1029 yards and seven touchdowns. I had him ranked as the wide receiver 16. You had him as the 14. Um, my range for him would be anywhere from wide receiver 20 to wide receiver 11. Yours is wide receiver 18 to wide receiver eight. So we're pretty consistent there with our range and our actual ranking of him. Um, Everything here depends on where he goes. Like, if he stays in Cincinnati, I think he stays around that wide receiver, mid-range wide receiver, too, area, just because, I mean, Jamar Chase. um, They have, I mean, Tyler Boyd's an excellent receiver, too, does take targets. Hayden Hurst made made an appearance this season. Joe Mixon's there. I mean, they run the ball. Um, And I think he stays in the range that he finished last year. But if he gets traded, it all depends on where he goes. I mean, there's so much we don't know right now, but we kind of ranked him as – I think that we ranked him as if he's still on the Bengals, and he finishes as a mid-range wide receiver too.
0: Yeah, I, I had him forecasted as a Cincinnati Bengal as well. What if he went to Green Bay, and Aaron Rodgers stayed? Then what happens? That, that's pretty scary. With Christian- I'm just I'm just dreaming up scenarios. I'm just trying to think of NFL teams who need a wide receiver one because that's what T. Higgins is. I mean, he he would be the wide receiver one. In eighty percent of offenses, um that's somewhere that intrigues me.
1: Yeah, I, that'd be that'd be scary. Christian Watson, Aaron Jones, T. Higgins, Aaron Rodgers—that's a Super Bowl team.
0: We can dream about it when it actually happens, but yeah. for now, I'll jump to our last guy mentioned in this episode. At number thirteen for our way too early top twenty-four wide receivers is Mike Williams. Last year, he finished as a wide receiver thirty-one. Averaging 11.2 points per game, totaled 63 catches, 895 yards, and four touchdowns. He missed five games. uh, The better part of six, really. Nick's range runs from wide receiver 23 to wide receiver 7. Nick had him ranked as a wide receiver 13 exactly. And my range is pretty much identical. I had him from wide receiver 24 to wide receiver 6 and pinned him at the wide receiver 15. And this is under the assumption that Keenan Allen is gone and Mike Williams is the number one wide receiver. And if that comes true, watch out. He's probably going to be a top eight wide receiver if he's Justin Herbert's sole number one wide receiver option. Um, Yeah, that'd be awesome. But even with Keenan Allen, I still see him no worse than a wide receiver too.
1: Yeah, uh, with Keenan Allen there, I think Keenan Allen finishes above him. I mean, we we played PPR, so take that as you will. If if Keenan Allen stays, he's still the wide receiver one in this offense. Mike Williams finishes as finishes as a high end wide receiver too. Still, I mean, I, I would expect some progression here from Ju- Justin Herbert after a down 2022 season. This offense, I don't understand how they like lose games ever. Like they're so potent everywhere. And they I don't get it either. Good.
0: They have like an an elite player at every level of the field on both sides of the ball.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I oh. what was it? 27, zero. Yes. The, the Jags.
0: Yeah. Insane. Well, I should probably mention that anytime we say points per game, we're talking in half PPR terms. Now we're making that transition. We used to do full PPR. We're doing half PPR now just because that's what we write in. And it helps us stay consistent with our coverage. So, yeah, if you didn't piece two and two together, now you know.
1: Nick, let's wrap it up right there. What do you say? I'm cool with that.
0: All I'm right, excited guys. to
1: our top 12 receivers next week. Yep. We'll catch you next week. Peace out.